This time on the Serve to Perform podcast. And if you have someone in your life that has those different perspectives, for example, if somebody invites you to a quinceanera or um, in a personal experience, then embrace that with them. Yes. Embrace and learn from and be able to see the value in. Welcome back to the Serve to Perform podcast. I am your host, Selene Osborne, and today we're joined with Miss Samantha Arroyos. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. So we're going to talk about acculturation versus assimilation today. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Um, Tell us a little bit about your role and then what you do with Serve to Perform, and then we'll go into acculturation versus assimilation. Sure thing. So my name's Samantha Arroyos. Um, I'm a partner with Serve to Perform, been with the firm almost nine years now. Gosh, that's crazy. But... Um, I work within uh, many of our practices, many of our transformation adoption practices, mentorship practices, diversity and inclusion practices, but um, diversity and inclusion definitely has um, a place in my heart, yeah. um, being that that's one of my passions, but I like to say that the root of my passion is acculturation, yeah. um, because it's not just one of my passions in the professional field, but in my life. Yeah. Acculturation is something that I like to talk about and um, continually reflect on in my life overall, my travel, my friendships, my relationships, really everything. Acculturation is a deep-rooted faith for me. It's something that I believe in wholeheartedly. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about acculturation and assimilation. So let's define both of those terms and then just kind of bare basic dive into it and then we'll get into the rest of the questions. Yeah, sure thing. So assimilation is the term that most people have more experience with Mm -hmm. um, throughout their life. It's something that we learn as a definition in our history classes when we were a kid and when assimilation happened throughout the country. Um, And assimilation is, is, I want to say it's not a poor practice. Um, It started the conversation. Um, But I think that the way that we have been able to uh, be open with one another is how we've been able to reach the value of acculturation over assimilation. So assimilation is essentially um, being able to assimilate from one culture to another. So Mm -hmm. I like to use the example, um, if I'm from Cali, I have many Cali vibes, the the food, the linguistic pieces, the fashion, the culture, um, all the different practices that I've grown up in my Cali vibes. Then I moved to Arkansas. I moved to Arkansas where there's going to be barbecue, there's the southern twang, there's the deep Walmart culture of Northwest Arkansas, there's the new food, the new um, linguistic pieces, the new taste. Um, the new cultural practices of what type of homes we live in, even exactly. how we approach all different experiences. Yeah. Assimilation is if I were to move to, from Cali to Arkansas, release my Cali culture and fully embrace my Arkansas culture. Yeah. I would assimilate to that new culture. Now, the difference between assimilation and acculturation is with acculturation, I'm not releasing the Cali culture. Yeah. I'm bringing it with me. I am melding the two. It is like with me being um, Latina, but also an American grown up in Arkansas. I have my 4th of July barbecue with my family where we have our bean and cheese burritos. We have our reggaeton music playing in the background. Um, I can hear my family speaking Spanish throughout the get together, but we're also shooting off fireworks, talking about our American culture, cheering on the hog game that's happening, um, wearing our red, white, and blue. So I'm able to acculturate. I'm able to bring both of my cultures together 
and not only be able to embrace both of those within me, but also be able to share those practices with my friends and family. Yeah. So for example, um, I'm was in college able to get very close with many of my friends that are Bolivian foreign exchange students and Panamanian foreign exchange students. And I was able to learn from their practices while they were able to learn from mine. Yeah. And I was able to embrace their culture and they embrace mine. We learned our different um, cultures, our different experiences, our different traditions. And really, we're not only be able to grow and celebrate together, but really able to appreciate one another in a yeah. whole different way. Yeah, for sure. Which is, you know, the awesome part, right? The, sure. the diversity and the saying, hey, I want to learn more about your culture and just how cool everything that you grew up doing is. Because even if me and you had the conversation, right, me being a white woman, I would say, yeah, Fourth of July was filled with hamburgers and hot dogs and fireworks and popsicles and, you know, and all of this other stuff. And you say the burritos and the, you know, and that's what's awesome. And the same thing with, I know um, it's kind of a cool experience because when we were growing up, I have been to your family's home and yes. get togethers. And I remember I have this very vivid memory of being with your mom with the pizza bagel bites. Yes. <laughs> and loving those so much. Yes. And then I remember you coming over to our family when we had tres leches cake at our birthdays. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And my mom singing. And so we were able to experience each other's cultures growing up. And not only experience those, but see the value in our differences. Yeah. And not only say, you know, I'm not going to be upset at you for your differences. Yeah. But more than that, yeah. really seeing the value in those. And when you take that into the workplace, it's really interesting because in uh, meetings, not just identifying that it's okay that someone's different and yeah. has those different perspectives, but appreciating those, empowering yes. those, yeah. empowering someone to share that perspective in a meeting and saying, you know, I, um, for example, if it's a retail company and you go, you know, with my family, we wouldn't be able to uh, appreciate this service, but if it was done in this way, it would better attract yes. that type of customer. Yeah. And being able to talk on those different fronts, bring those perspectives to the table. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's so, that's so crazy because Something that so that was so normal to my childhood being bagel bites, I would think not even oh my twice goodness. about it, right? That was a treat when we came to your house. Yeah. It was it was so cool. And vice versa with the tres leches cake, right? Mm -hmm. Like I would have never had that unless it was provided by y'all's culture and y'all's family. And that's what's just so unique. And that's what's that is what is so cool, right? And so diving a little bit more into assimilation, how can we avoid assimilation um, in a certain gender or race or how can we avoid it at all costs? I would say that um, what, it's, it's going back to the mindset yeah. and being able to identify um, that there is value mm -hmm. in our different perspectives. Yeah. I would say as an individual who has the different perspectives inside of them, yeah. being able to identify and being okay with who you are. Yeah. Not trying overly to say, you know, um, I have these different cultures, so I have to push both of them forward, but really sharing who you truly are yes. and being open with that. And if you have someone in your life that has those different perspectives, for example, if somebody invites you to a quinceanera, or um, and it, in a personal experience, then embrace that with them. Yes. Embrace and learn from and be able to see the value in. 
or if it's a professional experience and someone says, you know, I think maybe we could celebrate um, uh, Dia de los Muertos yeah. or we could celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month or um, the different cultural um, holidays and months and really be able to see value in those. I would say as a leader as well as an individual, there's lots of different things we can do to empower ourselves mm -hmm. and empower our team members. Yes, which is which is, you know, the basis of this topic, right? Being able to say, hey, I love where you come from. Let's learn more, right? And, and justifying that, right? And not saying, oh, well, my situation's better or my situation's way worse. Or, you know, being confident and being uniquely you and being confident in your culture and who you are is a huge part of this topic as well. For sure. So how do you think this relates to unconscious biases? I'm glad that you asked that. I think that um, in order to fully have the mindset of acculturation, you need to be aware of your biases. Yes. Which that sounds difficult because they are unconscious. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a wonderful Harvard implicit bias quiz that we like to utilize with our um, clients as well as our team members. I know everyone on our team has been able to participate in the Harvard implicit bias um, assessment because you're able to see in there what your biases are unconsciously yeah. and once you're aware of those once you're able to reflect on those once you can admit I have a pulse therefore I have a bias yeah. that's when you can really see am I personally biasing against myself am yeah. I personally maybe pushing down a part of myself I had a conversation with someone the other day who their name was spelled as the way it would be spoken in an accent okay but they purposely would say it in the american way um even though they prefer it in mm. the spanish yeah. accent um and if you prefer it in the american way speak it in the american way if you prefer it in the spanish way speak it in the spanish way whatever way is your true authentic self communicate that share that project that empower yourself yeah. but also empower those on your team once yeah. you see that if there's someone on your team that you see um, may open up to you and say, you know, I think this would be awesome. I have this idea. Yeah. Um, I even maybe I worked in a different industry. Yeah. And therefore I have this idea. Um, but I don't know if it's okay because from another company and it's from experience from somewhere else, um, bring, being able to bring that value, bring that perspective to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you are passionate about this topic, right? That, I mean, you're passionate about all things Serve to Perform and what we do and what we offer, but your your passion is just, it exudes when we come to this topic, right? It is. I, acculturation is one of my favorite things. And when I say personal life, I say with my friends, I want to experience everything that they experience. Yeah. I want to be able to embrace and empower every difference about them because that's what makes them amazing. Yes. When I travel, so a little personal thing about me, I have a goal to visit all 50 states by the time I'm 30. Oh, I'm okay. a little over halfway done right now. But one of the things, I like to give myself rules, okay. a little thing about me, but one of the rules I give myself is when I visit a new state, I have to get to know at least one local. Yeah. Um, and which is the way you truly learn. It is 
And I love to go to the unknown places, go to a local boutique, get to know a shop yeah. girl or shop guy, get to know their story, what they love about that place, yeah. how somebody who grew up in a different town, in a different area with different experiences, a different background, how we have things in common, we have things that are different, but we can see the value in one another. Yeah. And I love every state I've been to getting to know that new person. Yeah. Even if I'm just there for two days, getting to know that new person, it's, it's amazing. There's so many amazing people yeah, for sure. Is there anything specific in your life you would say made you so passionate about this topic? Or would you say that, you know, just over time, you being able to experience those different cultures made you realize just how cool this world can be? Um, I would say yes, I've, I've got the bug. I don't know how it bit me. I don't know how I got the acculturation bug. Um, I mean, from a child, I, um, or from when I was a child, I really loved being able to experience different things. Yeah. I loved being able um, to hang out with my friends and get to try something new. I definitely, I like new things. I like trying new things. Um, as I got older, when I got to college especially, I was exposed to so many different types of people. Yeah. And I started traveling and getting to know different types of people. And when I say travel, I say road trip with sandwiches in the car. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, when I started to get to travel, um, I studied abroad. I got to know kids at um, the college church. Yeah. I got to know kids in my classes, got to know my professors, joined uh, registered student organizations with different types of people. And I just, I loved getting to know those people. Yeah. And I feel like the more you get to know somebody, the more you get to appreciate them. Agreed. And I just love appreciating people. I think that that's so fun. I think that that's so amazing, getting to appreciate more and more people and see the value that they have, being able to support them in that. Yeah. I, uh, once I saw that in someone, I was able to mentor so many kids in college as well and continually now um, cause it's just amazing getting able to support people to reach their full potential. Yeah. Um, uh, which I, I mean, that's, I guess why I became a coach, an yeah. executive coach now, but yeah, that's, I guess that's just, it, I got the bug bit. Well, and being honest with you, that's such a lost art in today's age, right? Being able to say, Sammy, I love where you come from. Teach me more. Let me learn and empowering others culture and empowering other people in general is so lost you know, with the digital age and social media and all of that, which we could talk about for hours, you know, that is a lost art, right? Yeah. And you and people like you and people like us that need to have these conversations about what this topic is and, and how we can empower our other, you know, friends and even just to learning about who they are and where they come from is huge. It's huge. Do you have any final words on acculturation versus assimilation? Um, I would just say, I know that I um, have made some personal uh, videos on acculturation before because yeah. it's a topic I'm really passionate about. Um, if anybody has any questions, I've offered this before, DM me, reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. I will sit down for coffee with anybody and talk about this yeah. and talk about and mentor and just even just be friends yeah. uh, and talk about these topics. So I would say if anyone needs anything to DM me, look me up. I'm out there and I would love to continue the conversation. Yes. Thank you for being who you are and being as open and bubbly and passionate about this topic as you are. It is truly people like you, the reason that this is even talked about in the first place. And so we appreciate your insight. We appreciate your time and we appreciate all you do for us here at Serve to Perform. Thank you so much, Delaney. Next time on the Serve to Perform podcast. 
trusted advisors. And so when COVID hit, people turned to us and said, we need help. And what do we do? What, what do we do? Yeah. And so we just we were there. And I think that really shows our company's culture um, just showing through a bit to where it's almost an, a success story. Um, and so with the website and all of our brand goals and needs that have come out of it, yeah. it's just another step towards the right direction. Yeah. 